Hi everyone, welcome back to Teenage Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Mark. I'm Kayla. And welcome back to the podcast. Isaac isn't here. <laughs> yeah, Isaac is not here. Uh, you know, surprisingly, we haven't done a an episode on depression, have we? I'm pretty sure we have. Yes, we have. Episode, we have right? definitely. It was the second episode. I don't know which episode, but I know we we have. Really? Uh-huh, I yeah. don't remember it. If so, it's been a long. Yeah, it's time. been. Uh-huh. Uh, I think our sad bread hours was kind of <gasps> about mental health, you know. But it, it was a. Long time. Not many people know that's what it's about because the title is Sad Bread Hours. Yeah. Could you imagine if we kept naming our episodes like that? Well, yeah, people wouldn't hours. know what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, no one would. Cl- <laughs> it would be, what are you talking about? Um, that episode, iconic, Sad Bread Hours, mm-hmm. truly. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make that into merch. Uh, well, I don't know about that. But in this episode, uh, we wanted to talk about stuff regarding mental health, mental issues and stuff because I know it's a very important topic for some of you and uh it is for us so you know let's let's get out of the let's cut to the chase and not um ease into it so have any of you struggled with mental health any aspect of it or to any degree i mean obviously i've like gone through periods of time where i just feel like sad every day but i don't know if that counts as like depression i mean how long was it how long was what did you feel sad every day I don't know, like a month maybe. Really? Yeah. Wow. When was this? Like last year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Are you? I'm fine. I'm fine now. <laughs> yeah. Why you? You I'm seem fine. so hesitant. Oh, I was gonna ask like, what was the reason? Oh, it was just like family stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know if that counts. I mean, I don't think it was like depression. But at the same time, I don't even know. Like, how do I know? I don't think you know unless you're with you truly know unless you you go to uh you know get it diagnosed yeah unless you like consult yeah. a doctor but sometimes it kind of seems obvious like it you're probably depressed you know mm-hmm. you know if, if you've been sad every day for three months you have thoughts about killing yourself um then you're probably depressed but mm. that's another topic we'll get into later but yeah and that case I don't think it was like depression depression i mm-hmm. think i was just like going through something oh okay teen yeah. things yeah teen things um i don't think i have experienced a specific type of mental health illness but i feel like i've definitely experienced a factor or a causing factor of it which is stress i've definitely become stressed out from school and family family pressures and friends and all of that um yeah basically basically that and did you ever like am i talking too quietly i'm sorry (laughs) you're you're kind of like whispering but i get it you know i get it i get the vibe you're whispering but i get why you would yeah i can't be aggressive you know it's soothing this episode guys it's probably going to be a little more soothing i kind of feel really relaxed right now why not gonna lie I feel nice more, bro. yeah <laughs> like we actually you know we're in a better space and in, in a more <laughs> what are you trying to do okay be careful with your words kyle yeah. i'm a head out <laughs> <laughs> okay let me restart but yeah this episode will probably be a lot more calm and relaxed and uh, we won't be screaming as much as we did in the last episode um anyways thomas what about you have you ever experienced any mental health issues yeah like in the past episodes i've mentioned it before but i've gone through 
more stages than I'd like to. Wow. You know, have gone through. I mean, it was. It's been a rocky journey. That's all I could really say. Mm-hmm. But it didn't hit. Like, okay, so depression first hit me when I was like entering middle school or something during that time. But my, it was when I came out and it was this whole family drama thing. And so that really messed me up mentally and made me unstable for a good year or so. And then it was just other things that I mean I don't really want to mention but I've always like there were times where I felt like I, like everything was getting better like I'm getting happier but then it always went back to the way it was where I was just super sad and stuff and it was really bad um during freshman year I don't remember if it was freshman year or sophomore year. Honestly, I just think, like, ever since I entered middle school and from that point on, I've just been, like, very mentally unstable. There were definitely times where I felt myself getting better. And at the moment, I definitely feel myself getting better. And this time, I kind of mean it because the other times it was, it got better for a few, two months. But this time, it's been going on for a good amount. And hopefully it stays like that. So you're doing good right now, you'd say? Yeah. And is yeah, that better. the truth? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing better. Mm. Have you ever been medically diagnosed with depression? Oh, no, no, no. Have I would ever... not want to go talk to my doctor and all that. Why not? <laughs> because then my parents get involved and I don't want my parents to get involved. Mm, why not? Because it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just this whole ordeal and i don't want my parents to stress out about that when about your health yeah no you they, i don't think when, you think when, of it like, when that. like i want them to just focus on themselves well, not themselves obviously because i mean it's just that they have so many responsibilities and i know one of them is me but i don't know and it's just like i don't really want to talk to my doctors about it it's just not very comfortable to me. But you've talked to the counselors about yeah, it. Yeah, I've talked to the counselors. You a therapist, right, too? Yeah, yeah, for like a small, very short amount of time. You have um, I didn't know this. Very, very, it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. It was more like just someone I could talk to every now and then. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, you know, very, what Tra- is it? Official, traditional? Yeah, it wasn't very traditional. But whenever, like, I did need to talk to someone, I would have them. Yeah. Um, and honestly, that helped me at the time. I've known you since seventh grade. And, of course, as most people are aware, we dated in eighth grade, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and we did it for, like, two years. So I've I've seen you. I, I, was, I was with you throughout these times where you were kind of, you know, really struggling. Um so i know what how you were like and how you acted and i noticed that you always told me you just you don't believe that going to therapy will help so can you explain why obviously at the time it was just so hopeless you know because when people suffer with depression they obviously don't think it'll ever get better for them and they just don't have a sense of hope 
or a motivation to get better because they don't think they will. And at the time, I felt that way. And I didn't think going to a counselor, I mean, I didn't think that going to a therapist would help me, even though it probably would. It definitely would have. But at the time, it was just like, well, there's nothing they can do about it. Like, it's just the way it is, you know? And what about having your parents get involved? Why do you think it you will be seen as a burden? It was, um, I just thought it would have just been seen as a um, burden because my parents are always working. And they barely ever get, like, rest days. Or, you know, they do. But... During those rest days, they're they're also busy with other stuff. So I try to not be so inconvenient for them, you know? And do you think work is more important to them than their son? Part of the reason why I was struggling so much is because of my relationship with my parents. Mm Mm-hmm. So you didn't trust them? Yeah, yeah. I I just didn't really trust them. Mm. And what about now? I trust them a lot more, definitely. Um... You know, I mean, my dad has always just been very, he has a lot of mood swings, so it changes. Sometimes he's really nice and very outgoing with me, and then other times he's just very angry and just ignorant, I guess, like very... Close-minded? Yeah, close-minded and stuff. But my mom, she has definitely gotten better. Um, I think she just realized that, like, because, okay... <laughs> So when I was growing up, um, I cried a lot. I was really sensitive. <laughs> and then, so everyone would call me a crybaby. And especially, like, my relatives. And that was, like, you know, that kind of hurt. But anyway, so so my parents always just thought that, oh, you know, he's just sensitive, like, whatever. You know, like, he's, he has to get over this at some point. Um, but, um... So I guess when I actually did become, like, it wasn't just my sensitivity, but my actual, like, mental health, they just assumed it was, you know, me being sensitive and me crying about, like, dumb stuff. But I think my mom just realized that it's a lot more than that, and it's, like, stress from school and all that. Okay. So you think they just got used to you crying, so they they, they didn't know... Um, that there's a difference between you being mentally unstable and you just being sensitive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember this time where after that incident with the counselor, like, the uh, the beginning of the year, um, my dad had to come pick me up and my counselor had to go call him. But he was, like, kind of annoying. Like, I'd rather just not have the counselors mention anything to my parents, but... I mean, they did anyway. So they called him and they, you know, let him know what's going on. And when he picked me up, he was like just telling the counselor that I was just sensitive, and like, oh, don't worry, um, he he he's just being sensitive. Like, he literally said that to the counselor. It was embarrassing for me, a little because like I literally just carried my struggles with the counselor, and then my my dad walks in and telling telling her. Like, oh, to just basically disregard it. Like, how would you even react if, like, someone said that to you? And, ugh, I don't know. I felt bad for her because I didn't know what she would do in that situation. Um, What did she do? I don't even remember. I think, like, at the time, like, like, we just left. Oh. Like, I think, 
I think my counselor was trying her best to, like, explain to my dad, like, what was going on. But obviously, my dad is very close-minded. Um, and so he didn't really care enough. So he just, we just went home and that was that. So after going through all of that, if you were to feel that way again today, would you tell your parents? I tell my mom. Okay. And you try My dad, go. Maybe. But it just depends on his mood, which, you know, kind of sucks, but that's just the way it is. And you'd try to get a therapist? And try to get a therapist? Mm-hmm. Or what would you, would you try um, to get help? If it was uh, severe, then yeah, I'd get a therapist. And what about anonymous help? You know, there's a lot of hotlines and stuff. Have you ever tried those? No. Why not? I don't know. Like, it just doesn't really cross my mind when I'm thinking about, like, you know, those kind of thoughts. Yeah. Well, my experience with mental health, um, I wouldn't say I have much, I guess. I did go through uh, a pretty tough patch in my childhood when I was like 12 years old. Um, you know how there's a, the, it's pretty common, the after puberty or when you first begin puberty, your hormone, your hor- hormones change yeah. and a lot of teenagers get depressed, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen that? Yeah. Um, and that happened to me, uh, which sucked. And I remember feeling very, very sad. I was sad all the time. Um, I definitely thought about ending my life more than once. Um, I thought about it a lot of times. Uh, they, they, they were ongoing thoughts. And I remember how hopeless I felt um, and how badly I wanted to die during this time. Um, Was this just because of your hormones or no there was also different situations i was in that made me really hate my life and i i I really hated it and it was it was tough like it was just you know overwhelming feelings of sadness and um anger you felt a lot of anger and that anger I felt towards other people kind of just got trapped and reflected back at myself. So I felt lonely too. During this time, I remember feeling really lonely. Like I would, you know, it was just, I, I would cry every night, every single night I would cry. And there was a lot of songs that I used to listen to on repeat because it didn't really even, you know, here's the, the way I view it because um might be a little controversial but when people get sad it becomes so easy to be in that mindset and in that mood of being sad that you get so used to it that you don't want to be happy again almost because that's how i felt i was so used to being sad and crying and honestly it's weird to explain unless you've kind of been through it but I wanted to be happy, but at the same time, I didn't. You know, I was just fine being sad. And I guess that's part of just losing losing hope in life, that you don't even want to be happy anymore. You're just fine being sad. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people don't get help, because it's a lot easier to be sad than to be happy. But I remember listening to a lot of songs that made me feel even worse, right? It just made me... The the songs weren't even a coping method. It was more of a way to kind of to make my thoughts feel more real, I guess. Like what songs? 
it was just um a lot of these songs were happy songs they were you know upbeat songs oh so the opposite yeah and it just made me feel so sad you know and every time i listened to it i just remember how lonely i felt like i it was the most desperate feeling of loneliness and i know one of them was i think it's called it's time it was by imagine dragons the other one is called i think it's called smile and uh, i forgot the other ones but those two i remember i listened to the most so i've i've dealt with a lot of these thoughts and something i did realize is that a lot of people a lot of my friends a lot of adults uh parents teachers don't take depression as seriously in younger kids because they really do not understand what they could be depressed about and they don't understand that even if you have the best life it's just chemicals in your brain it's the chemistry in your brain that makes you feel all these things and that that sucks because when if you're a 12 year old who is feeling depressed and during this time there was a lot less of a focus on mental health and depression and that kind of um aspect so there wasn't any places for me to look you know i had to search up what i was feeling and then i realized it was called depression or what i thought felt like depression of course it was never medically diagnosed and it does suck that there's a lot of kids that are 10 11 12 years old maybe even younger that are facing depression and are feeling this way and no one listens to them no one takes them seriously and no one takes them for granted so i hope if there's anyone listening to this that feels this way and feels like they want to end their life I hope you understand that there there are resources for you. And even if it feels like no one's willing to listen, there will always be someone there for you. There's so many resources you can access, so many people that will believe in you. And I hope you don't feel alone because I wouldn't want anyone to feel as alone as I did. I also felt like I didn't really describe how I felt during these times, but... I basically felt really lonely. I felt like if I was to disappear the next day, then like no one would care. And I remember um, messaging um, my friend during one of these times. And it was like one of the worst, worst, worst points of my life. And I remember messaging them and like, they actually, I don't know. It was like so, so reassuring because at the time I felt so hopeless and I like I didn't hold back um but I remember telling them and they were actually like I don't know they really helped me get through it and the thing is like I didn't talk to this person like that often at the time because they they were a grade above me and so um she had um so so she was in another school so I never got really got to see her but I remember being really close to her and and i don't know and at the time i just felt like i didn't really have anyone and so um i don't know telling her was it really helped me and i think it prevented a lot of bad things from happening but yeah i just i always i constantly felt this heavy 
weight on my heart and I felt so lonely even though there were like you know there were so many people that I was friends with I still felt lonely for some reason um and I remember uh like uh, like I all there was I, I actually ha- still have a playlist up that just it just has a bunch of songs that made me really emotional and it's and I still have it um I don't really listen to it anymore but I remember listening to it all the time in during um freshman and oh well, well eighth grade freshman and a little bit of sophomore year but I remember listening to it every night and I remember crying myself to sleep every night it was almost like a routine for me to cry every night and sometimes like when i'm just laying down like and i'm literally doing nothing or i'm just looking at my phone i would just have tears like just coming out of my eyes um i don't know it was really weird but it was just a really tough time for me or it is a tough time for me i mean to relate to you guys i've i felt alone i felt alone I didn't have anybody to talk to or um, I didn't have any friends or like someone I could trust and um, it feels weird to admit this but admit this but sometimes I feel it with you guys like sometimes I just feel like um, you guys don't want me or you guys don't like me or that I, I just question like what, what am I even doing here I don't know I, I would just like feel irritated too and and I would feel like, like I don't like you guys anymore. Sometimes I would feel that too. Like, like I don't, yeah, like, like I don't like you, which is really weird because I do like you guys. But like I, uh, like sometimes I would just go through that mind, mind, mindset sometimes. I would also feel that way about my mom too. I would feel irritated by my mom. Like sometimes I would just be mad at her. Like, even though she does so much for me, like, I still, I still feel like, like, I don't, I don't like her. Um, I, I would think about it and I would, I would try to, like, see, like, where this, where this, like, irritation is coming from. And, um, my mom has a boyfriend, right? Um, he's basically my stepdad. He's been my stepdad for, until since I was five. So it's been a long time. So he's basically been there for me. But um, I I can't say that like I see him as a fa- as a father or I can't, I can't see him as as a dad, and sometimes he would, he's he's just like not I don't think he's like fit for my mom like I don't think my mom or I don't think he deserves my mom like my mom I I think of him as a burden for my mom because my mom loves him very much and I I just can't see why, but she loves him and. Sometimes I feel like she prioritizes him over me. And um, I can see that when it comes to food. Like, I, I we don't cook food. We would usually buy food. And then, so it's kind of like a routine. Every time I go home, I would ask my mom, what's for dinner? She said, she would, like, ask me, what do you want? But, like, lately, I felt, I feel like, like, the past few months, she doesn't call me. Like, I just feel like she doesn't care for me. She doesn't ask me what I what I want to eat. And it only happens when he asks for food. When he asks for food, that's when she's going to be the one that's going to be buying the food. And I would just think about that sometimes. And I don't know. Like, sometimes I feel like she doesn't love me as, as in the past. 
Um, so I would go to church, and she's the one that would drop us off every time. And I remember there was like a point in time where she would not be able to drop us off, and she would just say, "Call an Uber," correct? And I didn't, for some reason, I didn't like that. Like I didn't, I didn't want her to, I want her to call an Uber for us because I feel like she doesn't do like I. I it sounds messed up when I say this, but like I, sometimes I feel like she doesn't do a lot for me. She's always busy with her work, and I know she gets tired, but I just I just don't feel supported. like a yeah supported. Yeah, yeah. I I never thought I never thought of this. I never talked to it about talked about this for anybody. That's why in the last episode when we were talking about mothers, I I couldn't really say a lot of stuff about it because like I love my mom, but like as of right now, I I just don't think I just let her do whatever she wants to do. And it just feels like I just live. I let her do her stuff, and then I just do my stuff. I just feel like that's the type of relationship we have right now. You know, there's such a big problem with that parent situation that I understand. I think the way you know our society is structured is that we're we're pressured to believe that our parents are always right and they're always supportive and they're always there for us. But it's completely true that they're not sometimes they're not supportive sometimes they're not there for you sometimes they're, they're they don't respect you sometimes they don't prioritize you and it's completely fair and completely valid to feel these things and feel like your parents don't love you you know it's completely valid to feel distant from your parents it's completely valid to feel like your parents aren't doing enough and I think it does suck that a lot of people struggle with these type of things. And when they see people talking about their parents, they're left out of the conversation because they don't feel the same way. And there's a pressure that they should feel that way because everyone else does. And I, I really don't think that's fair. So I hope you know it's okay to feel that way. There's nothing wrong with feeling that way. And I, I understand what that's like. Thank you. Have you talked to your mom about it? No. Um I live with my I live with my grandma and she would see the same thing see the same things that I would see. And she always tells me that my mom does a lot she, like cuz she works two jobs and every time she comes home like she would just go go to bed like straight to bed. I would say hi to her, she would say hi to me. Um sometimes I would ask about her day like about work. It's just not the same as as I would like to, I like it to be. It was different before. Yeah. Do you know when like this change happened? I mean, I just remember as a kid, like sh- I would. Also, oh, like it's just been happening since five, like ever since your stepdad came into your life. Or? Not, not really. No, um, I didn't start seeing it happen until I moved here, and that's because that's when it was only me and my mom and my stepdad and my grandmother. Before that, I would live with my cousins. And um, because of that, I did have somebody to talk to. I had my cousins. I had my uncle. My uncle, the reason why I respect him so much, because he was, I feel like he was a father figure for me. He did everything for me. He pushed me hard. He took me places. Um, I remember when I was five years old, he took me to SeaWorld. And I don't think, I don't think my mom would be able to do that because of the, the um, money issue that we we're unfortunately in. I don't know. It sounds like I'm complaining a lot. I don't no. think it's complaining. No. 
sounds valid. And you know, you started off by saying that you you also feel this way with us sometimes and yeah. um and that that's fair too, you know. I, I think a lot of people feel that way and myself included. There's also times, you know, I completely understand. There's times where I also go through these moments where I feel like, you know, no one likes me or I don't want to be friends with anyone anymore. It's 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 weird cuz you know, one day you're fine and then one small thing kind of sets yeah. off yeah. this entire mindset and and then you start feel alone and suddenly everything every you know interaction with them feels fabricated yeah you just doubt it is that are they really feeling that way are they acting um yeah and i i I definitely feel that a lot Mm -hmm. um like sometimes that's why i go to the library and just be myself that's mm -hmm. why i don't go to the japanese room with you sometimes Mm -hmm. because i would feel those feelings Mm mm-hmm yeah, no, I notice it. Honestly, it's I notice when you 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 get distant. You know, one day you're fine, and the next you're just okay. Bye, hi, and that's it. Um, I don't blame you because I do it too. I think there's a lot of times where yeah. I tend to get very reserved, and even though I want to talk to you, and, you know, kind of ask you like, what's wrong, what's that, I just can't find the voice to do it. Sometimes I feel like I could do a better job of being there for my friends, but I can't find the voice or the courage to to ask them what they're feeling. Um, going back to um, like what Mark said about how he felt distant from the podcast, like like from you guys, sometimes like from us, I also felt the same way. Um, we we already you know talked about it outside of the podcast, but it's just and it obviously has gotten better like i don't feel that way anymore but i remember i really did have a big problem with it and it just felt like honestly just felt like the only person i was really close to was like kayla and then everyone else was just like like i don't know i didn't feel like i had a connection with you guys it just it just felt like everything was for the podcast and not because of like genuine friendship yeah Mm -hmm. i kind of viewed it the same way like that i Mm -hmm. feel like we're just kind of stuck with each other Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense yeah Yeah. honestly i i I don't feel that way anymore it's gotten better ever since we like talked about it as a group yeah i feel that way too a lot of times um it's hard finding a balance between the podcast and friendship because i sometimes i do feel doubt are we friends because of the podcast or because we're actually friends sometimes i think that we don't talk about when we're together the only subject is the podcast or whatever podcast work is happening and nothing else that's more personal um and sometimes i also think that i'd say i talk to everyone pretty much when i see them i don't ignore everyone um I think Kayla I see the least around school. Um, but but I, I always smile at you. Yeah, I say hi, you know. Yeah. Like, sometimes I also think, what if that is the balance of we kind of split apart when we're not doing the podcast and then we spend time together when we do the podcast? Because we do this every week, you know. And, of course, we all have other friends. Um, 
so some i don't really blame you guys for being with other friends or doing things outside of our friend group because i also do think you know it's it sucks to be forced into a friendship you know what i'm saying yeah that's what i mean that's is it is it really avoiding them or it's just finding the balance between not attaching my entire social life to this group yeah i kind of so last like last week or the week before that like i i got invited somewhere right and it was it was the day that we were supposed to make the video Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think i know what you're talking yeah and like the first thing that came to my mind was like not to say it's rare but it's unlikely that like we all with these other people that we actually like go out and spend time together but i felt like with the podcast like i know that i'll see you guys again like i know it's guaranteed basically Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. or as far as we know it's guaranteed yeah so that's why i always feel like torn so like i i don't like to think of it as picking friend groups but sometimes it feels like that yeah i feel the same way and it just i think it bothers like i don't have a problem with like us hanging out with other people because i mean we all have other friends but it upsets me when it just feels like i'm not a priority to them anymore like as a friend like it's just the connection isn't there so is there really something to balance with when there's nothing to balance with you know Mm. um um, but like what kayla said i also feel pretty torn because i feel like a lot of my friends don't like inviting me places or they don't like doing things with me because they assume that i have the podcast or i'm hanging out with you guys and it just makes them not want to invite me or anything yeah like like if i were to say that oh i can't go because i have the podcast then they'd be like oh okay then." yeah yeah exactly and it's just it's obvious that like they're kind of Uncomfortable, yeah, uncomfortable, yeah, too. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Kayla. You know that incident, or not really incident, but you know that situation where you, um, where we're all supposed to kind of hang out yeah. as a group, but you had, you know, another group. Like, I completely understood what that's like. And the one thing I have been careful to try to do is not make it feel feel like this friendship is forced. The last thing I would want is for any of you guys to feel like. I'm forced to be here. I don't even want it. I didn't even want to be here. I wanted to be here, but I have to be here. And I think in some cases that's been un- unavoidable, but I do understand. And that's why I try to be really careful with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of stuck in the middle because I have more friends, but my close friends, the ones that I feel that I hang out with regularly and, you know, I feel comfortable going places with is you guys, right? You know, Isaac, Caleb, Mark, Thomas, you guys are the ones I really do enjoy going out. And I really don't even think of it. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but sometimes you might think of it as sort of a work, you know, we're going out for work or stuff like that. Um, But I'm in the middle because I kind of, I, I really this is just my friend group and we happen to have a podcast which I really enjoy doing which is just a bonus so I do find myself being left um pretty alone when everyone's kind of doing their own thing with their own friend groups and that's where I tend to feel a lot lonelier I just feel like because you are the one who created this podcast and 
you got to choose who got to be in it and stuff. You obviously chose your friends and the people or you yeah, yeah. <laughs> your acquaintances <laughs> or just people you thought would be best for it. And obviously, if it was if it was up to me, I'd choose different people. Well, you know, we this podcast was supposed to be a, about mental health, and it is about mental health. But I think you guys expected it to be more of us giving advice. And right now, it's kind of been mostly us sharing our stories and the way our environment, our friendships have affected our mental health. So I really hope that doesn't bother you too much. Um, yeah, because I feel like some. Because before, comments would be like, oh, they're complaining or yeah. they're just rambling. Yeah. So I don't want it to seem like that. We're just trying to share our experiences and hopefully you could take something out of it. But um, we're going to change the tone a little and uh, try to be a little more direct in kind of giving advice um, with different subjects that you guys chose on our Instagram. I think one of the biggest controversies over depression specifically is the self-diagnosis do you find that silly when people say they have depression even though they've never been to a doctor i don't think that's silly. like for thomas example like i take him seriously i know that what he felt was real so Mm -hmm. like who am i to say that you weren't depressed yeah if i wasn't if i wasn't living those moments why why should i have the say why put a label on it too Mm -hmm. that too even if it's not depression even even if you don't have chance to call it clinical clinically diagnosed depression you feel these intense emotions these depressing emotions and there's no point in attaching a label to it if you feel these things and they're real then they're completely valid in my opinion the only thing that's important to take note is that you should take all these feelings that other people tell you about seriously and not brush them aside which kind of leads me to another thing that i really wanted to talk about is i think a side that is less talked about is the people that get put into the situations where they have to help friends or family kind of deal through their problems does that make sense yeah i get you you know when when a friend unloads on you yeah uh, uh, i think that's a lot less talked about and i don't see many people talking about it and i think it's equally as important and equally as dangerous um as depression yeah um about that like um what i said earlier about me telling that certain friend about the way i was feeling i i realized like after that it was kind of selfish of me to kind of unload all of that onto her because it's not really her responsibility to check up on me or make sure i'm okay and stuff so it was definitely like I, I wasn't thinking at the time, and I was just going through it, and I don't know. I just felt really bad afterwards, and I should have just took into consideration like how she would feel and how I would have felt, and if I if I if that was to happen to me. I think it's especially dangerous for kids who are younger, um, maybe middle schoolers or even elementary schoolers, when they have a friend that unloads all these issues on you. And the person doesn't know how to react. Now, imagine if, let's say, a 12-year-old felt all these feelings and they, they, they unloaded it all on their friend, who's the same age as them. And the person doesn't, the friend doesn't know how to respond. He doesn't know how to act. He doesn't know what to say. He's just stunned. And then, let's say, the person kills himself. It could leave such a, 
huge scar and emotional impact on the person and that's why it's so dangerous you know it could cause them to feel survivor's guilt it could cause them to go into their own depression um which is i think it's important to talk about these issues and how to handle them because they they feel a lot of guilt if something bad were to happen to their friend i feel like when like let's say you do tell somebody else about like your problems but they're they're like in the same boat as you Mm -hmm. or maybe even worse i feel like that's when it can be worse Mm -hmm. but i feel i think that if you're telling another person and you know they're in a good place then i don't see it as a bad thing really i think it's just trying to like seek their advice or something i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing but i think it could get very overwhelming very quickly because let's say they don't want to get professional help and they're just going to you for help going to you with all their issues big issues they're threatening to kill themselves or threatening to hurt themselves uh, maybe they're even threatening to hurt others you can't tell an adult because that would violate their you know their trust um and that might make it even worse so you, you get scared even if you're in a good place it could be really overwhelming because you're you're stuck absorbing all these feelings and slowly that could make you go from a good place to a really bad place after being exposed to those types of feelings for so long oh um like going back to like telling other people i guess i'm i don't know i'm more hesitant to say how i'm feeling i don't know why i just i don't i don't know anyways um but i do find that when i i bottle up my emotions i get irritated more easily Mm. (laughs) so like a week or two ago I was walking home, right? Right. <laughs> and I was like really hungry. Mm-hmm. So I called my mom and I was like, what is there to eat? And then, okay, not in that mean tone. Like, I was like, <laughs> okay. oh, like what, what's there to eat? And then she's like, oh, there's nothing. And I, I just like, it honestly wasn't that big of a deal. Like I'm sure there was something, mm-hmm. but I just got really frustrated. So I just like, I was so irritated. So I just hung, like hung up the phone. I didn't even say bye. Oh. I like storm into the house and like I'm trying to take a shower because it was like so hot. Yeah. But like I couldn't find the speaker mm-hmm. and I always take a shower with the speaker. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. So I just I couldn't find it. So like I just started crying <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> so I was just I don't know. I just felt like so overwhelmed. Right. Yeah. Be- because you bottled up your feelings. I I. I think so. Like, I don't know. There was really no reason for me to start crying because I couldn't find the speaker. Right, yeah. But I don't know. It was just a bad day, I guess. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're always very secretive with your feelings. I never know what you're <laughs> feeling. I do notice when you're irritated sometimes. It's like different. I, I know I, this happens with everyone, of course. Um, You notice their irritated side. So, like, I label it, you know, this is irritated Kayla. This is happy Kayla. And this is, like, really you know like energized kayla um okay. i know I I, i've seen those three I can yeah differentiate mm-hmm. between you yeah. can you <laughs> yeah i can uh-huh. yeah uh-huh i think yeah. it was last i would talk to you only on your excited yeah <laughs> like last wow. last podcast <laughs> kayla was like in a good yeah that's true yeah 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 last podcast last was podcast. like your peak i think mm-hmm. was it the yeah. happy kayla jumped yeah out. like the happy kayla oh. jumped out quick and there's <laughs> other mean to. <laughs> <laughs> there's other times where i do see like um a more you know like, well, oh, if i say the wrong thing she's about to like snap on me so i gotta like, <laughs> no just say like, it. scared Be honestly if I, just, words. Yeah. I just feel like kayla has overall always been such a positive person like even when she's 
having like a bad day, she doesn't show it to other people. Yeah. Like I've never seen a day where she has like lashed out on someone. And I honestly admire that. Yeah. Because I know I can't do that. <laughs> well, yeah, funny enough, like today I was thinking, you know, I've never seen Kayla or I rarely hear Kayla complain, which is something I'm aiming to do to complain less. So I just thought about that. I was like, huh, I've never, I, I rarely see Kayla complain. I was like, I wish I was like her. Wow. I wish I was you. like you. <laughs> and I've never heard any drama that involved her. So. Actually, last year. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Before that, well, I never heard anything. All right. Um, but moving on from just pre- appreciating Kayla. <laughs> you. Uh, you know, something that I also think is interesting is it selfish to want someone to notice your bad behavior? Well, maybe not selfish, but how do you feel about that? Have you ever done that? I mean, sometimes I do it unintentionally. Like, oh. I don't mean to attract attention, I guess. I don't know. Have you ever done it intentionally? Maybe. I probably have. Mm. It seems like something I would do. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, but I don't think it's selfish. I think... or It's a cry for help, I believe. Yeah. A cry for help. Yeah, I did it with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I deactivated my account. Yeah. I don't know what my <laughs> mind was going through during that time, but I was definitely wanted your attention. Yeah, I notice it a lot. I think yeah. every time you get quiet and you don't speak, yeah. I feel like you're you're trying to bait me to ask if I mean, you're okay. And um, like in the moment, I act like or I think like I don't want it. Like I don't want to talk to anybody. But then when you do ask me, I'm like, whoa, this feels nice. Yeah. Like yesterday <laughs> or not yesterday? I mean last episode when I was kind of like bitter when I was feeling bitter about the the mother's thing. Like, I didn't want to talk to anybody that day, mm-hmm. but um, it just felt nice and reassuring that you, could, you were able to catch on and, like, just tell when, when, there's a, when I have a problem. It just feels like a, I'm not, like, alone. Yeah. I mean... So I appreciate that. appreciate that about you. You're welcome. Like I said, I always notice it's just hard speaking up because I have this issue where if I know you, you're making it obvious that you're in a bad mood and it sort of kind of makes me feel like you want me to ask then it makes me want to ask even less. Oh, really? Same. Yeah, it's like, okay, if you keep acting, like, you know, it's it's such a bad habit, and I wish I was more brave and more had more courage to ask what's wrong, but it's just, it's a bad habit. I feel like I only ask, like, regardless of the circumstances, when it's, like, a really close friend, mm-hmm. so I can just ask them. Yeah. Uh, I, dem- okay, it's not like I do it, intentionally for someone to notice and ask me what's wrong but they're like it's just i'm so bad at hiding my emotions that it's like people just know um there's been like very very few times where like i tried to show that i was upset so like a specific someone can like see like ask what's wrong but that happened like a long time ago like i don't do that anymore but when i'm upset i think people just know i'm upset just because of, like, my body language and, like, my facial expression. And, yeah. So, that's it for this episode because it's already, we've been recording for an hour. Um, I don't know how long we'll keep in, but it should be a long episode. There's so much more we need to talk about. So much more. We barely even covered the surface, honestly. Thank you guys for being so supportive. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.